This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua is down on the sidelines. We'll head down to Dave in just a moment uh, for some take before we get ready for this first half. Uh, we're going to go through some stats now, though, Steve. Uh, and obviously the big one to look at is Adrian Sapness, 16 carries, 159 yards. A 51-yarder went for a touchdown, 9.9 per carry uh, for Adrian in that first half, which is just absolutely, you know, incredible to start. You have Carmen Christiana, two turnovers. He had an interception and a fumble recovery, uh, which was more or less him just taking the ball from the uh, from the Haven uh, return man. And then you had Lucas Moss with an interception that set up the first touchdown. And a good first half there to start uh, Steve for Marble and looking to kick it off with the ball in the second. Yeah, without a doubt, they uh, they came out firing. They brought the same intensity they had last week at AP in the loss. They brought it here to Wallingford, PA at Strathaven. And uh, it's unfortunate they couldn't get more points off those turnovers. But nonetheless, they're uh, up three, ten to seven. Have the ball in the second half, and uh, we'll see what they can do with it. And we have Dave DePasqua. Uh, getting ready down there on the sidelines for us. We'll have him in a second. Uh, the Strathaven band's coming off the field. The teams have yet to come back out on the field. They have to, they get another couple minutes of warm up. Um, and from, from the Strathaven side, I mean, they played a strong half as well themselves. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, they recovered from those three early turnovers and they, uh, they, they were able to get some, uh, stops on defense and, uh, you know, to get that big punt return, you need a momentum changer. Even though it wasn't on offense, they got on their special teams, and they went in the half with some confidence. And we have Dave down there. And, Dave, what do you have for us? I got the Marble Newtown cheerleaders with me with a, with a special message. What do you guys want to say? There we go. Dave down in the thick of it down there in the trenches getting us some good sound from the Marple Newtown cheerleading squad, uh, to get us fired up here for this second half. And Steve, uh, you know, how about that? We're, we're, we're starting to, uh, be able to get all, all Marple, uh, athletics involved here. I feel like I'm Jesse Palmer up in the uh, college booth. <laughs> Flashbacks right now. to when you were on the field. Uh, yeah, man. This is, this is great. Uh, you know, but love to have Dave there and that add that dynamic to our broadcasting, uh, staff. This, this is great. Dave, Dave is a, is, is, is a sideline genius for us uh, uh, last season and, and this season even more so. And we're just getting started here in game one. Uh, we're going to take a look at the overall statistics now. Total yardage for Marple Newtown in that first half, 137 yards. Strathaven had 88. Seven first towns for both squads. Marple got 132 on the ground. Strathaven had all 88 of theirs on the ground as well. Um, total penalty yards. Marple had one for 20 yards. And Strathaven had zero penalties in that first half. Third down conversions. Marple one of five. Strathaven five of seven. Uh, and then, of course, Steve, we have to talk about uh, George Lambriotsis. Yeah, he yeah he has a nice leg there. Unfortunately, we couldn't see it on that first field goal attempt, uh, which a uh, man came free and blocked it. But uh, on that second one, it was it was a heck of a kick, uh, and you saw his distance there went well beyond the uh, the field goal post. And uh, you know he's a special weapon to have, not only in the uh, 
you know, on field goals, extra points, but uh, kickoffs. Uh, yeah, he's you know, touchbacks and pinning uh, opponents inside their territory. And not to mention his his uh, first year doing all this as well. Uh, so definitely impressive for a guy who's only in his second game. Dave's back down on the sideline with a little more sideline stuff for us, Dave. I went to Marple Newtown student section, came all the way out here to Strathaven to support their fighting tigers. But they have a special message for one of the listeners tonight. Did you guys catch that? We got it. We got it, Dave. Great audio. Keep doing a good work down there. As a shout-out from the Marple student section for Mike Shelley. They're chanting Hootie there. Uh, uh, Mike Shelley's uh, nickname. And uh, love, thought, and prayers out to Mike Shelley. Uh, who is uh, doing his best over in the hospital right now. And while we have a moment, and we, we talked about it at the, at the start of the broadcast, and, and while we have a moment here before we kick off this half, just uh, you know, re- retell our audience what Mike Shelley's uh, current... Uh, battle is yeah, and uh, you know Mike, as we said, is an incoming freshman here at Marple Newtown. A great kid, big smile, you know, just a fun kid to have around the program, and uh, and, and a good football player. And unfortunately, he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's, uh, Burkitt's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma several weeks ago before camp, and uh, he's uh, he's fighting right now, and uh, he has the support of the entire Marple community, and his family's there for him every step of the way, and uh, yeah, they're going to be selling T-shirts this week, orange Shelly Strong T-shirts, a football player. Are going to be uh, selling them, and uh, everyone's going to wear them next week at the game. And a big orange out for Mike Shelley in support for him. And uh, as you see tonight, uh, every uh, P- Tigers player has an MS tick- sticker um, on the back of their helmet. Orange MS in support for Mike and his courageous uh, battle right now with uh, not Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, again, we we send our thoughts and prayers out to Mike. And uh, we're uh, we're hoping we get this big uh, W tonight for you, Mike. Well, we got about a minute and a half away and, and absolutely there. and A minute and a half away from kicking off the second half. We'll be back in a moment. Tigers lead 10-7. Kickoff of the second half is back in a second. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or the manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. In addition, Delco Cleanouts will now demolish and remove fences, sheds, and hot tubs. Let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. And we are just moments away here. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, moments away from kickoff of the second half here at Strathaven High School for this Week 2 matchup of Central League foes, and the Tigers lead 10-7. to And as we give you that score, let's update you from around the Central League at this point. We have Ridley beating Conestoga at halftime, 14-7. to Garnet Valley up on Upper Darby, 20-12. to Upper Moreland beating Carroll, 28-7. to West Catholic up on North Penn, 16-9. to Springfield over Pencrest, 13-7 at half. You have... Downingtown West, 14. Neshaminy, 7. Pensbury, 42. Frankfurt, nothing. Abington, 14. Plymouth White Marsh, 0. 
and Episcopal Academy 12, Interborough nothing. So a couple good games on the slate there, Steve, around the league. Uh, being One being Ridley and Conestoga and Garnet Valley Upper Derby. Springfield Pencrest uh, within the Central League. Some good ones, and we have another good one here. Yeah, and it's, it's great. Already in week two, uh, these uh, tough battles uh, in the Central League, and uh, we'll start to see how it all starts to play out. Uh, you know, who's top top echelon of the uh, Central League here? And we, we all know it's a very tough league, and as we get into play week two after non-league games yeah. last week. Yeah, the, the first week of any season, uh, it's kind of tough to tell what teams have. It's not really a league game, and really, I think by week four is when everything starts to really settle in and shake itself out. Yeah, you're right. You're already by week four in the three uh, Central League games, and uh, that's when it starts to get exciting. Uh, here we go. The ball is teed up for Strathaven to kick it off. Alex Bratzis, number 10, kicking off for Strathaven. Marple will defend the left end zone. Haven will defend the right end zone. Marple will move left to right on offense, and Haven right to left on offense. And here we go. Bratzis to kick it away. Sapness is back to return with Kostik. And it's a scribbler on the ground, picked up at the 33 and immediately falling to the ground was number 41, Jack Racine. And there was a good job there uh, by the Tigers. Uh, to just fall on the ball there, and he saw he had no blockers in front of him, so you know, why try to make something out of nothing there, and uh, just fall down, give your offense uh, the chance to come out here in the second half. So here we go, Weathers will start out at his own 33, first down and 10, 11.59 to go in this first, in the second, third quarter here, hand off to Sapness, he finds a hole, stiff arms one, crosses the 40 and brought down at the 41 is where they will mark it, so a big start to the half. Good job there. Nice run by Sadness. Way to follow his blockers. And number six comes in for the tackle. Uh, Paul Samaru, who's been all over the field, including that uh, blocked uh, field goal attempt by Marple in the first quarter. So it'll be second down and a two for Marple from their own 41. Three wide receiver set, two to the far, one near side. Sapness in the backfield. Weathers hands off to him. Off tackle, far side. He's got the first down across the 45 and brought down in between the 46 and 47-yard line. Steve. And a slew of tacklers in there again. It looked like Samaru in there uh, for the tackle as well. And uh, number and number five, Nick and Malone. And, and you, know, you give Sapness uh, a lane, he's going to burst right through it. He's not going to tippy-toe through He's going to full on put his shoulder down and run through that hole. And they saw he did it there and picked up a first down for the Tigers. Marple starting this half kind of as we expected. Just simple jabs to Haven and trying to move the ball up the field. Shotgun for Weathers again. Had some trouble earlier with two snaps. This one is a good snap. It's a handoff to Sapness. But there's two Panthers there to meet him in the backfield for a one-yard loss at that 45 of Marple. And the gang tackle there, number 80 for the Panthers. One of the players in there, Denzel Lenzaby. And uh, right there, that's a read option. And what you tell your quarterback is there, you know, read the defensive end. If he crashes, all right, you're going to take it and run. If he's uh, if he sits there, you're going to give it off to your running back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very tough, it's a tough read there. And, uh, you know, it might have been the right one, and the, line, the linebacker came down and made the play. So it'll be second and 11 for Marple from their own 45. Two receivers near side, one far side. Weathers under center. Moving his guys around now. Sapness in the backfield, single back. Weathers takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw. He throws underneath. Noah Turner, the tight end, makes the catch at the 48, and he's across the 50 and brought down at the 49-yard line. That'll bring up third down and about five. 
And number 53, Shane Mulhern in the, on the tackle, as well as Paul Samaru again. And it's a nice uh, play fake by Weathers there after directing his team to the right position. And uh, he throws it to Noah Turner, number 10, who we heard a lot about last year on defense, at defensive end. But he catches the ball, and he's just a big bowling ball, and uh, he, he stumbles ahead for a more manageable third down. 9.40 to go. Third quarter. Marple leads 10-7. Three wide receiver set ball near hash. Weathers under center. In motion. Kostak on the near side goes far side. Trips now to that far side. Weathers hands off to Safnis. Tries to break free. Edging forward but wrapped up at that 49 and leans forward maybe for a half a yard. Denzel Lenzenby with a great play right there. He uh, takes on the uh, pulling guard there on the counter. That was a counter there by the Tigers, and uh, he sheds a block and brings down the hard-running Sapness uh, to bring up fourth down. So Marple will punt. Scott Hahn on to punt. And last week uh, there was trouble at one point with a long snap. Uh, Marple worked during the week to try and correct that. Malone to return to punt. He re- he ran one back for a touchdown last time. Snaps a little high, but Han's going to get the punt off. It's going to go far left. There will not be a return on this one. Takes a Tiger bounce out of bounds at around the 25 of Strathaven. And we will keep it here. And Dave, uh, on that drive there, Marple got a little work going, but kept it simple and, and, you know, had to punt it away, but a smart, simple drive. Played safe. You don't want any turnovers early in the second half. They have the lead. They're going to play their strengths, play some defense, try and get the ball back. Thank you, Dave. So 8.40 to go here. Third quarter, Strathaven takes over from their own 25-yard line after Marple Newtown is forced to punt on their first drive of this half. Leach is now at quarterback. Wing T set. Leach the handoff to Malone. Picks his way through. Maybe gets about two yards before he's brought down. Great job there. Filling by number 55, Gino DiCamillo, the junior linebacker. Second year starter for the Tigers defense. Comes up, sheds a block, and makes the play there for the Tigers defense. So it'll be second and eight for the Panthers from their own 27-yard line. And the... uh, this half starts a little bit quieter, a little bit uh, more of both teams just trying to figure out where they want to go with it in this half. And Leach takes it, hands off to Bratis, who tries to go outside, then cuts back, and he's only going to get about a yard, Steve. That's a good job there by uh, Brasco to force everything inside. It looks like Siverdelli and DiCamillo are in on the tackle there, as well as the third man, Matt McKay. Uh, good job by the linebackers, nose guard, the middle of that defense to uh, clean up the play there. Brasco, one of those senior players, uh, leaders on Marple on this defense, Steve? Yeah, he is. He's an aggressive kid, just wants to get after the ball, wants to make plays, and uh, he puts his hands in the dirt and just goes after it. So it'll be third down and seven for Strathaven from their own 28-yard line. And Leach is rolling out. He looks to throw. He has a man. It's Bratis who makes the catch at the 49, across the 50, and inside the Tiger territory down at the 41-yard line. A good throw there from Leach on that one. And that was an excellent throw right there um, by their quarterback, Dalton Leach, to find Bratis, their all-around player there, for a big connection and a first down across midfield. And uh, number 13, Lucas Moss, comes in for the Tigers uh, for the tackle. Uh, Leach able to find the, the soft spot in the zone coverage that time, Steve? Yeah, and, uh, you know, he just rolled out to the right side and, uh, as you said, find some uh, open area for the first down. Leach under center now. Brought us in motion. It's a handoff to Crew up the middle. Tigers stack him up there. 
And that same play we saw earlier on a third down, uh, fake jet, handoff inside, and Marple does a great job of staying home. Good job by big uh, number 75, Vinny Boombots, they call him, uh, down uh, on the field. Uh, <laughs> Coach Harry Gicking gave him that name. We are not short on nicknames for this Marple Newtown team in 2014. 635 to go third quarter. Tigers lead 10-7, but the Panthers are driving inside Tiger territory at the 39. Leach under center. Takes the snap, hands off to Malone, off tackle far side. He runs through the hole, but he's going to be hit after three yards of pickup. And Dave, you're down there. Who hit that initial contact? Third team with the initial contact was, was Lucas on the outside with the cornerback as he tried to break it to the outside. So Lucas Moss coming up there to, to put a hit on the running back and just stop him cold on that one, Steve. Yeah, it was a counter play there uh, out of the wing T offense. And uh, it looked like he almost was going to break it. And Lucas comes in and makes an excellent tackle there as well as another five or six uh, teammates come in. Gang tackle. I'd love to see gang tackle if you're Coach Gicking, um, the defensive coordinator. Lucas Moss having a good game, had a turnover earlier and has made a bunch of tackles on the edge in this one so far. Third down and six for Strathaven at the Tiger 37. It's a handoff to, up the middle to Crew. He's trying to fight forward. He's going to get three yards and make this a fourth and short, fourth and about three or four here. There was an inside up to him. It looked like uh, he might have juggled that ball a little bit, uh, Crew, but nonetheless, he, he did hold on to it. Good play by him and just a barrel forward. But again, you got big uh, 75, uh, Vin Civerdelli there, who just stands up to center and uh, sheds him off and makes the play there. So Now, the, the two pre Previous fourth downs we saw from Strathaven. One they ran right up the middle and got a first down. The other one they tried to go on a jet sweep and the Tigers were able to bottle it up. Yeah, it's interesting to see what they do here. Maybe look for that uh, belly sweep again. So fourth and four from the Tiger 35 for the Panthers. Leach under center. Leach takes a snap, handoff to Milone, far side, finds a hole. He's got the first down across the 30, keeps moving forward, but the Tigers stack him up there. No whistle yet, now finally a whistle. Ball comes out late, but there is a whistle before the ball came out. And there he is again, uh, Carmen Christian is ripping the ball. The whistle did blow there. It looked like they weren't going to blow it at first, uh, but, uh, you know, but good, good run there by Strathaven. They take the sweep. Uh, Nick Malone does for the first down there, and uh, their, their drive keeps on moving here. Yeah, Carmen uh, Christiana coming a week from returning from Seattle with that Broomall Newtown team that won the Babe Ruth World Series, and he steps right back in and is having an impact tonight on the football field. Leach under center. Hands off to Crew, and he's going to be stacked up after maybe a yard on the play. Pile gets pushed a little bit forward, so they might give him two. Uh, Brosco was in there quick, though. Almost got Leach immediately on the handoff. Yeah, good job. Initial pressure by Brosco, and then big Vinny Boombat brings him down. And to mention the Brumall Newtown teams, uh, congratulations to the 13-year-olds and 15-year-olds. We have three players. Anthony Irving uh, on the freshman team from the 13-year-olds, and then Scott Hahn punting tonight. Carmen Cristiano already with an interception and a forced fumble. All three of them are part of those uh, two World Series teams which they had a parade last Sunday. So, uh, you know, good job by them to bring some pride to Marple Newtown. Absolutely, Steve. Second and nine. Leach under center ball at the Tigers 26. Leach handoffs immediately to Crew. He's hit right away by the Tigers. Still moving his feet, though. A bunch of Tigers in there late to get him down, though, after maybe only a yard. He'll bring up third down and eight. He goes another guard trap up the middle by Crew as uh, Leach hands it off to him, and uh, the Tigers are there. They're, they're there. They've been 
pretty secure up the middle all night long. Uh, when you have a big nose guard, as we've been talking about all night, um, you know, he did a good job there. Matt McKee came in to uh, clean it up. So this will be third and eight officially on the clock, the score clock with 3.09 to go in this third quarter. Tigers lead 10 to 7. Strathaven has the ball at the Tigers 24 yard line though, and they have been driving very strongly here in their first possession of this second half. And now we have the officials blowing the whistle. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. Maybe an equipment issue Yeah, down on the field. And in any event, Haven's ready to go here. Third down and eight from the Marple 24. 2.44 to go. And Leach fakes the handoff, gives to Milone, end around. He's got a hole. He's close to the first down, but he's stacked up just shy of it. This should be fourth down and short in just a moment. There you go with the belly sweep there. It looks like he's going to be short there. That's a good job by the Tiger. I mean, initially it looked like he was going to break that for the first down, but you saw two defensive linemen, Roscoe and Civerdelli, come and, uh, you know, coming down the field about eight yards to make the tackle. So good job by them. Dave's right down there on that line. It was a good good tackle there, Dave. Yeah, right before the line. It's going to bring up a crucial fourth down. Another big drive right here by Strathaven, pushing down two men's down in the third quarter. He's got the best view here for this fourth and one. He, well, we're going to have him stand by here after this play in case it's close. Leach under center. Hands off to Milone, end around. He's got the first down across the 15 and brought down inside that 15 at about the 13-14 yard line there. Big hole there on that far side, Dave. Very big. Lucas Moss coming in from a scoring position with the first initial contact, but it was before the first down. Thanks, Dave. Steve, uh, 147 to go here, third quarter. Panthers driving. Tigers need to, to kind of slow this down and hold it up a little bit. Yeah, they, they got to try to come away here, maybe just holding the three points. I can't let up a touchdown here. It's a big momentum changer. It'd be 14 unanswered. So they are uh, bending a little bit here, but you don't want to break. First and 10 for Strathaven at the Marple 14. Leach under center. Leach hands off to Crew. He finds a hole. He's picking his way forward. He's brought down in the second level, just shy of a first down. And in on the tackle there, it looked like Matt McKay, but not before. A big gain there by the Panthers. And they do have the Tigers' defense on their heels here. They've been out there on the field a while now, Dave. Certainly fatigue will start to set in here as we're under a minute here in the third quarter. A quick third quarter here. 10-7 lead for Marple, but Haven is knocking on the door. 12-play, 69-yard drive for Strathaven here at this moment. Leach under center. Malone crew in the backfield. Now Bratzis drops back. Malone up to the wingback spot. Malone in motion. It's a handoff to crew. He tries to find a hole. The Tigers are there to stack him up. He jumps forward. And... He looks like he's shy of a first down. Now some extracurricular activity. Flags come flying in. Flags come flying in. I saw some pushing and shoving. Uh, not really sure. Dave, um, any idea who this might be on? It looks like it. Obviously, it's always the second person that gets it usually. Both teams are on sports. It kind of looks like after the whistle. It might be on both teams. It might offset. There's two flags down, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking, uh, that it might be two. I saw one flag and then a second. We'll see here. We'll get this official signal. I know the coaching staffs for both squads are very interested in what this call might be. It's a face mask on Marple Newtown. 
is the first signal, and that's the only signal. So they are furious here down on the sideline, losing their cool at first. Now first and goal for Strathaven. Yeah, it's it's one of them situations, guys, where it's always you know there's a little pushing and subbing, and sort of that last guy that makes the the most. Uh, of of the catches the most of the officials' eyes in those in that regard. So here it'll be a first and goal for Strathaven on the Tigers' doorstep at the two yard line after the penalty. And the officials are still trying to get an explanation to the coaching staff. No, it's not. A, it's an injury with the ref. He's just getting patched up. Oh, it's an injury with the ref. Okay, so the officials are getting uh, getting involved. <laughs> In some of the uh, the bumps and bruises here tonight, with 30.6 to go in this third quarter, in a 10 to 7 ball game, uh, while the official gets patched up, we will step aside in just a moment. Uh, we'll be back. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well now, they're making a cheese steak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheese steak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheese steak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. 30.6 left to go, third quarter. Marple leads 10-7, to but Strathaven right on their doorstep on at first and goal on the two of Marple Newtown after a nice long drive from the Panthers. And game film points to the fact that it's going to go right up the middle. And it's a handoff to Milone. He finds a hole. Touchdown. He bounced it a little bit outside and went off between the guard and the tackle. Touchdown, Strathaven. Malone went right behind his uh, pulling guard there and uh, found the seam and took it into the end zone there uh, to take the 13-10 to 10 lead pending this extra point. So 17.1 left to go, third quarter, 13-0. Strathaven now has their first lead of this football game late in the third. Brots us on to kick for Strathaven. Snap is a little high, kick is up. And good. And with 17.1 to go, Panthers lead 14 to 10. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0202, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. 
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasco back here with you. 17.1 to go, third quarter. Strathaven just scored on a 14-play, 75-yard drive a moment ago. That lasted about nine minutes. Yeah, it's a good uh, old ground-and-pound drive by the Panthers here. Let's see how the Tigers will respond. Bratz is set to kick. Ball teed up at the 40. The approach, the kick is line-drived end-over-end. Takes a Strathaven bounce. That was, wow. That was an interesting. The ball hits at the 22 and, like, side spun. Dave, you had a really good view of that. That thing just kind of tightrope walked the sideline. I can't believe that didn't go out of bounds. It went exactly down the sideline, bounced and curved back into the end zone. And the Tigers had a pounce on it. I mean, both teams kind of just kind of gave up on that one, Steve. They both kind of just assumed it was going out of bounds. Yeah, it was a good job by Tyler Costing number two, to just kind of baby it until it came in just to uh, cover it up and take the knee. So it'll be first and ten for Marple, 17.1 to go third quarter. They're down by four now after leading all of the game to this point. Weathers under center. Four receivers far side. It's a screen pass to Kostick. He makes the catch, but this is going to be a loss of two yards on the play. And he, right there is the pass right to the outside of the line of scrimmage. And he has three blockers in front of him. It's just a matter of making your block, playing football, putting your helmet into his uh, chest and making a block. That is the end of the third quarter. We'll be back with the fourth in just a moment. Haven leads 14-10 to 10 over Marple Newtown. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 